It is winter and not long before Christmas. The little squirrels of Acorn Field have gone to sleep. The leaves have fallen from the trees. If anyone could hear the little squirrels squeaking, they would think they were crying because they were cold and lonely. But they are not. They are all tucked in their homes, warm and safe. Starkey wakes up at the crack of dawn, his bright eyes alert and his nose twitching in the fresh air. He puts on his jacket and gets ready to go outside. Don't forget to wear your boots, says Mrs. Quiller, as she hands Starkey an empty basket. What is the basket for, Mama? asks Starkey. We are going on a treasure hunt, his mother declares. It is a beautiful day outside, and Starkey is excited about his first treasure hunt. He quickly grabs his blue boots and helps his little sister Susie wear her jacket. Starkey cannot wait to find out what the hidden treasure is. Is it concealed among the branches or trees? Is it buried deep within the forest? Starkey doesn't know. What is my first clue, Daddy? asks Starkey. Look around, listen carefully, and smell the air, replies Mr. Quiller. Starkey starts thinking as they walk down the forest road. He looks around and sees trees bare of leaves. He listens as the sound of snapping branches fills the forest. He smells the sweet smell of amber from the tree bark. Wait! shouts Starkey. Suddenly he remembers something. The trees look familiar. He has been here before. Daddy, what is my second clue? asks Starkey eagerly. There is no second clue, says Mr. Quiller with a smirk. That's not fair, scowls Starkey. Mrs. Quiller smiles encouragingly at Starkey. Then she stops to tie Susie's bow and kisses her nose. Susie giggles as her nose tickles from the kiss. Starkey runs ahead, determined to find the treasure without any help. He leaves the forest trail and starts heading down the hill. Suddenly, Starkey catches a whiff of a familiar smell. It is the smell of acorns. But there is not a single acorn in sight. Then, he remembers burying acorns with his mother and father last summer. Mr. Quiller has taught Starkey how to separate a good nut from a bad one. Shake the acorn. If it's light, then the bugs must have already eaten the insides, his father had told him. Starkey starts digging through the ground for acorns. After a while, he finds one buried deep within. He digs around and digs it up. 
Afterward, he tries to take it to the top of the hill, but slips and falls into the ground. He tries digging, but it is too hard to dig his way out. He tries jumping, but he cannot jump high enough. He tries running up the hill, but he cannot run fast enough. Starkey begins to feel hopeless. There is no way for him to climb up the hill all by himself. It is too steep. Now, the only thing he can do is wait for someone to come and rescue him. Hours pass as Starkey waits and wonders if anyone is ever coming to save him. Suddenly, he hears some scratching noise coming from above. A rope drops down to help him climb up the hill. Starkey quickly grabs the acorn and starts climbing up. As he climbs higher, his father's, mother's, and sister's heads pop up in sight. His family had come to rescue him. Later, when everyone gets ready to return home, Starkey glumly picks up his basket. What's the matter, honey? asks his mother. I failed the treasure hunt, Mama, replies Starkey in a sad voice. Mrs. Quiller cradles Starkey and smiles warmly. She kisses him on the cheeks and says, No, Pumpkin. You have won the treasure hunt. You found the acorn. Starkey cannot believe his ears. The acorn was buried treasure. The clue was to recognize the spot and smell it out. As they head home, Starkey feels warm in his heart. He feels grateful for having such a wonderful family. Starkey is excited about the Acorn Field Christmas Baking Competition. All of his friends are participating in the contest. Whoever wins will get the baking trophy. Starkey loves baking. More than that, he loves eating cake. What can I bake? Starkey thinks. Yes, I will bake a red velvet cake. He gleams with excitement. Starkey runs to Izzy's house to share his idea, but she is already halfway with her red velvet cake. I know, I will bake the softest sponge cake ever, he thinks, and rushes to tell his neighbor, Twitty. Oh no, Twitty is almost done with her sponge cake. On his way to Bugsy's house, Starkey thinks, how about a carrot cake? He finds Bugsy in the yard, digging up carrots. Hi there, Bugsy. What are you doing with all those carrots? asks Starkey. I'm going to bake a giant carrot cake, shouts Bugsy. All right then, I will bake the tallest cake ever, Starkey tells himself. 
But what is that tower over at Hopper's house? Starkey hurries to take a closer look. It's not any tower, it's a cake. Hopper has already baked the tallest cake ever. How about an upside down cake? I bet no one has thought of that, says Starkey. Alas, Cece is way ahead of him. Her upside down cake is almost touching the ground. The whole town smells like cake. Everyone is busy baking, and Starkey cannot help but feel sad. He returns home with a gloomy face. Then he decides to bake a Christmas cake. But soon he finds out they are out of eggs. Susie used up most of the eggs and accidentally broke the rest. Starkey is out of time and out of eggs. He feels like crying, so he sulks in a corner. What is the matter, Starkey? his mother asks. Unable to hold it any longer, Starkey bursts into tears. I cannot bake a cake without eggs. There, there, my sweet child. Of course you can bake a cake without eggs, she says. Starkey looks up at his mother with teary eyes. I can? he asks. Come, I will tell you how to bake a pumpkin cake, she replies. With his mother's instruction, Starkey bakes a pumpkin cake. He finally feels relieved. On his way to the contest, he meets a puppy by the road. His eyes are sad, and he seems to be very hungry. Starkey quickly cuts a slice of pumpkin cake and gives it to the puppy. The puppy jumps up with excitement and starts eating the cake. After finishing the piece, the puppy looks up at him and wags his tail. Starkey looks at the cake and then at the puppy and realizes he is not sad about losing the competition. He is glad to feed the hungry puppy. Later at the competition, all of Starkey's friends and neighbors bring in their unique and marvelous cakes. Our last contestant, Starkey Quiller, please come up on stage with your cake, calls the host. His heart is thumping, and with the puppy right behind him, Starkey goes up on stage. It's time to announce the winner, says the host. And the winner of the Acornfield Christmas Baking Contest is Starkey Quiller. The crowd cheers. Starkey cannot believe his ears. Everyone wants a piece of his pumpkin cake. One of the judges, Miss Pudding, declares, The best kind of cake is the one you share with everyone. Starkey has never been so happy in his entire life. The end.